Hello, hello, healthy friends. Welcome to this week's episode of The Healthy Life. I'm Coach Ashley, and with me is Coach Monica. Hey. Hey, y'all. How's your week been this week? It has been a week. It has been crazy. I have... It's funny because the people who follow me on Instagram, they're probably like, she does not have her life together. It is just (laughs) one of those weeks or weekends that I'm just like, is something happening with the planets? Is like, what is going on? (laughs) I know it's been so, it's been difficult, but I've been really proud of myself to work hard, to stay on track, whatever that may mean to me. Of just mm-hmm. my water, eating what I can eat, honestly, <laughs> just moving on with my day. One of those, like, just get by kind of weeks. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, is it Monday or Sunday or any other day besides? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. This week is the start of school for our area, and uh, it's on Wednesday. I, I, like, we're recording on a Monday right now, of course. So, um, when, come Wednesday, we'll see how I feel. I'm okay right now, but I'm really nervous for the start of school. My daughter's going to the high school now. It starts way earlier than elementary or like the junior high. So um, yeah, I think I'm going to be just barely getting by this week too. <laughs> oh yeah. You're going to need lots of energy, lots of everything. That is yeah. high school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for me and that I have lots of coffee on hand. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Early mornings and new opportunities. I don't know if, if your daughter's able to like leave campus or not, but no. I remember excited for that in high school. Uh, Well, that's a long story. She's in seventh grade. Seventh moved up to the high school. I don't have to worry about that yet, thankfully. (laughs) Good, good. All right. In that case, we'll just give you coffee to to get through the early mornings and the transition of a bigger school. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And I hope that everybody out there that's listening to that may have children getting ready to go back to school or maybe are back in school. I know lots of areas already did last week. Um, I just, I hope you guys get by. I hope you guys have a good week and get into that transition, especially if you're on this health and wellness journey too. I hope that it just goes well for you and that you're able to start incorporating that old school routine back into your daily routine. Um, I know as well as anybody how how difficult it can be to start implementing that again after having the summer off. So um, my heart goes out to everybody doing that. (laughs) And hopefully you still find time for yourself. I think that's the biggest thing in this transition season with back to school is that we're so focused on the kids or the grandkids or whoever you're taking care of that's going back to school that we very quickly start to no longer take care of ourselves because the days are not long. It's just hustle and bustle, go, go, go. And so as you're building out your schedule for your family, make sure that you're scheduling in some time for yourself because that's what's going to keep you on track with your goals. Absolutely. Carve some time out for yourself. You have to. And I've said it a lot before. Um, You can't take care of everybody else until you take care of yourself too. So it's super important to take care of you so that you can take care of others. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm happy I'm not at that stage of life yet, but I will be sending all of you love and prayers for those of y'all that are dealing with back to school time. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So today I wanted to take what we kind of talked about yesterday as we introduced you, Monica, and we talked about um, what weight loss means to you and all that. I wanted to expand on that some by talking about the path to weight loss and kind of what it takes. Um, Because weight loss, it's something that it really just goes beyond just losing pounds. Weight loss to me is an overall healthy lifestyle, forming these healthy habits. And it is so much more than just seeing that scale go down. Yes. It's you know, it's about transforming your relationship with food. It's about exercise and most importantly, 
just you yourself and what works for you. Um, it's, I think I mentioned it last week. It's not going to be that one size fits all thing. It's going to be something that you have to make your own journey, your own path, and you've got to find the stuff that works for you. And the essence to me of successful weight loss lies within a couple of things, which is exactly what I want to talk about today. So I think it's going to be really good. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Yeah. Buckle up, guys. (laughs) Some of you, this may be nothing new. To some of you, it might shed a new light into things that you didn't, you may not have thought about before. So the first thing is commitment and dedication. To me, I fully and strongly 100% believe that the first step in any kind of journey is commitment. You have to make a commitment to change. You have to have a dedication for losing weight. And it's going to be a consistent effort. But most importantly, it's a commitment to yourself. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I even touched on this on the last episode is that I was not able to fully step into my weight loss and wellness journey until I was ready to do it for me. I think that we are wanting to commit for other people. And when we put our success in someone else's hands, we're not going to want to do that. And so you really have to be dedicated to this process for you. And through that, you will be able to benefit other people. Something that I like to say is, Ask yourself, are you more comfortable with wanting than having? Oh, good, good. (laughs) I know, right? Sometimes we we want this. We really, really want this. And we're just like, okay, well, I want it, but I don't know what to do. I'm not ready to start. I'm a little bit wishy-washy. I have an excuse because it's back to school. And so let me just wait until things slow down. And so we're just comfortable sitting in this wanting period where we're longing for something to just change for us. But we really should want to have it. That having is where we actually start to take the steps to make it happen. And so that in and of itself is a commitment and dedication to me is, am I more comfortable with wanting this or actually having it and taking the steps to make it possible? And that can start triggering some things in your mind to figure out how do I start committing to this journey? How do I start committing to myself and to become dedicated? I think that's really important to think about. It's so important. I'm so glad you said that because that kind of goes back to a past episode where I had not just your why, but your how. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you know you want to do this, but how are you going to get there? How are you going to do that? And it's so important to realize or visualize those things happening to make it more real so that you can have more of that commitment and dedication to yourself. Um, I, I truly think that that part is kind of one of the building blocks or um, like the mini series that I did with the transformative journey. The first episode was about a mindset shift. You have to have that right mindset. You have to be confident in yourself knowing that, yes, I want this, but I'm also going to do it. I am making this commitment to myself because it it is a huge commitment. It's like committing to buy a house or something, you know, yes. this is huge. This is your life. And when you commit to something like that, it's it's going to take even more dedication to yourself as well. Absolutely. And and not yeah. only that, when, when you are committing to yourself and you're becoming dedicated, you are, it's almost like you said, when you're buying a house, you're signing on that dotted line. You are saying today is the day. And I think that so often we just are waiting for January 1st or August 1st, or we're waiting for a date that is going to be our fresh start commitment date. 
But you can commit to yourself in the middle of the night and open your eyes and say, you know what? When when I when my feet hit the ground in the morning, this is my day one and I'm starting. And you just have to be the one to set the level of commitment. It's mm-hmm. not just going to come to you. You have to start being dedicated and the change will start to follow behind. Absolutely. You're so right. Um, that reminds me about talking about motivation. Um, you you just kind of have to take action. People sit here and wait for motivation to come. And that's almost never going to happen. Uh-huh. You know, action breeds motivation. So you have to start taking action. Decide to do this for yourself. Take those actions. And then you'll see that motivation start coming even more to make that commitment and fully um, fully go into it. And I love that you also said that you don't have to wait till January 1st. You don't even have to wait till Monday. You yes. know, make, make the commitment right now to start changing things. Even if it's just simply, maybe if you're like a soda or a pop drinker or, or juice or sweetened teas, even if you just decide right now today, all right, I need to start lessening that. I understand cutting cold turkey, things like that don't always work. But maybe you're deciding, okay, right now, I'm just not going to drink that for the day. I'm going to get some water in. And I understand that it can take time. Like you have to go grocery shopping. You have to do all these things. But it doesn't mean you can't go ahead and shift that mindset right now and make an actionable plan to start doing these things for that commitment that you've made to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's really important. Just taking the step is really what you need to do. And stop waiting for imaginary dates to pop up a calendar. And you said something earlier of like mindset matters. And I think that that's really important because you have to cultivate what matters. Yeah, You are the deciding factor. Your behavior will establish what matters to you. If you're saying that you want to lose the weight or that you want to start tackling some of these food insecurities, but every time you go to the grocery store, you're still making the choice to go down the junk food aisle before going down the produce aisle. You are cultivating what matters to you. What matters to you is that you're going to go fill your cart with the junk food before you fill your cart with the things that are going to fuel your body. The behavior change in and of itself is a complex journey. And that's what, and we talked about this before, that is what this one size fit all journey where you can't do that for everyone because you have to have a personalized approach to the way that you're changing your behavior. Some people can go down the junk food aisle first because maybe they're going down there to see if there is a healthier swap for some of their favorite chips or something like that. And then they're going to backpedal to the produce aisle. But if you know that if you go to the junk food aisle first and you fill your cart and now you've blown your grocery budget, that you can't go over there and get the fruits, the veggies and the meats. Now, what is your behavior saying about the way that you cherish your body and that you cherish your journey? And so you really have to start finding those personal reasons to figure out how you're going to cultivate that lasting change within yourself. You absolutely do. You have to find those things. And and I love that you brought up the groceries thing because that is a huge thing for a lot of us. That in and of itself is a huge like time consumer. It's things that a lot of us don't want to go do. Um, It used to be something that was my one and only chance throughout the week to get away, to maybe not be a mom for a minute. I used to love going grocery shopping. But it is hard sometimes because like you said, you find those aisles and you go up and down and you're like, oh, that looks good. I'm kind of a visualizer. If I see it, I want it. That was hard for me. So what changed that for me was um, getting a subscription and it doesn't matter to what grocery store. I think they all basically have pickup and delivery these days. Um, What mattered was I was able to get a subscription and now I can shop online, get all my groceries. I add what I need and 
only yeah. what I need, not necessarily everything I want. And it has helped me for one, cut down my grocery bill because I'm not wandering up and down those aisles and mindlessly adding things that I think that I want or need. Um, and it also helps you stay to your list. It helps you stay on track. And I love it. And it's maybe your area doesn't have delivery, but I think almost all of them at least have grocery pickup to where you can still yeah. shop online and go pick it up. Um, if that's something that you're able to do, I suggest it if grocery shopping can be... What's the word I'm looking for? If it can be triggering to you going up and down those aisles like that, and you're constantly finding things that you don't actually need. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up because I love my grocery pickup and delivery. <laughs> it helped me tremendously, like I said, not only with my budget, but also just buying the things that I know that I should be getting. Yeah. And you actually, you said exactly what I was going to say, because those pesky end caps at the grocery store can get you every single time. Yes. And I'm someone <laughs> that I enjoy grocery shopping. Like I will spend three hours in the grocery store. I will go up and down every single aisle. I'm a foodie. I'm a chef by trade. I love it. However, it can be overwhelming and you start to see things. And when it has that title, limited edition or low-calorie, <laughs> healthy, whatever the case may be, you automatically want to grab it. And so I found myself always wanting to get the limited edition items and figuring out how to make a healthy meal with it. Yeah. And I was blowing my grocery budget and I was eating things that I didn't need to be eating. And so in the beginning of my journey, that was one of the keys to my success is I also got a grocery subscription to a few different places just because I like the produce from one place, but the sale price is at another place. Yeah. And I had everything delivered until, I, like I was just saying, I was able to make a behavior change where yeah. I could go into the grocery store. And yes, I might get a, a sneaky thing here and there, but it's not everything being added to my list. And that's one thing that you can eliminate from your decision-making process. One thing to eliminate that decision fatigue is something as simple as grocery delivery, grocery pickup. Absolutely. It takes one of those major stressors off of us. If grocery shopping is something that stresses you, like you said, like you loved grocery shopping and, and I did too, cause it was my chance to get away. But now I do that at like retail stores and, you know, not grocery stores. Yes. <laughs> A little bit of retail therapy. Absolutely. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now, back to talking about mindset, I just wanted to point out that like your mindset could really make or break your entire journey. Um, I think I mentioned before just a, a few minutes ago that your mindset can really be the foundation of this. Um, having that positive mindset and knowing that you're wanting to commit, I just want to make sure you guys understand that 
that mindset can really make or break this entire thing for you. Um, especially if you're able to like shift your focus from restrictive or fad diets, like, oh, I have to cut out this, I have to cut out that. And I don't want to mention anything specifically because any, um, I don't even want to say diet, but any way that you choose to eat that works for you, that you enjoy, that is helping you lose weight, then by all means, please go for it. But if you're thinking about having to restrict all these things because you think you have to, try to shift that focus from that to a healthier approach of a, of a better lifestyle. Um, I mean, I just... I don't like to get too nitpicky, but I hate fad diets. I hate when I hear that you have to cut out an entire food group or you have to cut out this and that because you don't. I mean, I know I'm living proof and I'm pretty sure you're living proof that we can still eat pizza. We can still get pizza takeout and not have to make a healthy pizza all the time. We can still eat burgers and spaghetti, but it's about making that part of your lifestyle and figuring out how to fit that in while also still creating that healthy balance otherwise. Yes, I think, and and you know, it's okay to make the healthier pizzas. It's okay to sub the, yeah. the rice for the cauliflower rice every once in a while, but you don't have to do that to to be successful. And like you said, you can eat the pizza. It's funny. I was just talking to one of our community members last night and this morning because we were both talking about we had events that came up in our life. Last night was my boyfriend's birthday, and we went and we had wings and mm-hmm. fries, and I had some fried pickles, and you know, I stepped on the scale this morning not out of fear that, oh my goodness, the scale is going to be up, but just because I like to measure my progress. And it wasn't one of those things that I said, oh, I should have went for the plant-based option at the restaurant, or maybe I should have, you know, swapped the fries for a salad. I ate a little bit of the food. I enjoyed my time there. And that goes into that growth mindset. Absolutely. You know, you have to know that there is not going to be an instantaneous fix. You're not just going to lose all the weight overnight. You're not going to all of a sudden say, I'm going to always reach for what could be deemed the healthier option. But when you view your choices as this is just something that is moving me forward in my journey, good, bad, or indifferent, that is when you can start to make the progress because it's so much easier to stick to your old habits. Mm-hmm. You just say, you know what? I'm going out to eat. So I'm going to push it pedal to the metal. I'm going to get the app, the drink, the entree, the dessert, and whatever happens is whatever happens. But that growth mindset is I'm going to get the appetizer, enjoy a few bites, get the entree, enjoy a few bites, and then just sit and enjoy the conversation. And that's when you know that you have been able to make some changes in your journey and know that it is a path. And there's going to be different levels to that path because Mm -hmm. it's not just a one size fits all. I'm going to eat a salad every time I go out to eat. I love a good salad. to eat. I'm not getting a salad. I can make that at home. I want it's fun to eat. And that is going to make my journey sustainable. That's yeah, that's the key word. And And I love that you said that because no, a lot of us, when we go out to eat, you know, a lot of us might only go out to eat once a week, some maybe only a couple times a month. So that is our time to go out and enjoy and relax a little bit, let loose a little bit. You know what I mean? And so to think that you have to constantly restrict yourself, especially when you're going out on these occasions. It's sad because that's not the point of life. The point of life and a healthy lifestyle is to be happy and to do things that you enjoy. And if going out to a local pizza joint or a burger joint or something is your thing that you do to go out and have fun a couple times a month, there is nothing wrong with doing that. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to go get the salad if you don't want to. The important thing is, is when you come back, 
you just get right back to it because that is your lifestyle. You can let go a little bit on a weekend here and there or a weeknight here and there and still have that overall healthy balance because that was actually one of my next, my next points I wanted to talk about was balanced nutrition. And I feel like it might be a little bit cliche these days to say, but it really truly is all about balance. You have to figure out how you're going to handle this lifestyle of yours and make it all, you know, work together. Yeah. And I think one thing that we should remember is that in the state that we are now, um, we're in a year where life is just busy. There are so many activities. There's so there's concerts, there's school, there's kids events, there's whatever the case may be. You're maybe both parents are working outside of the home. Things are not as easy as they used to be where maybe one parent was able to stay home all the time and they could cook the meals. And so with the increase of activities and everything in life, Maybe you are having to eat out a little bit more, whether that's a fast food drive through or just getting the family to the restaurant to sit down and eat. And you have to figure out what is your version of balanced nutrition. If you know that it's going to be a night where you have ball games and you're out at the field all night long, then for you, maybe your morning and your afternoon looks like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I'm loading up with my whole grains, my fruits, my veggies, my protein, because the restaurant that we're going to it's my favorite restaurant and it's a tradition and they have the best burgers in town. And it's really about creating that balanced lifestyle, having food that fuels your body, but also having food that you enjoy. But that doesn't mean that every time you go out to eat, maybe you do make an option that time to have a steak with a salad on the side or the, or the roasted veggies or whatever the case may be. It's about creating balance and we have to be, um, we have to give ourselves grace. Yes. Know that we are very busy and sometimes it's going to be a takeout or restaurant type of night, but it's how you balance that with the other aspects of nutrition that is going to get you over the finish line. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly. Sometimes I feel like you have a way of getting your words out better than I do. (laughs) You know my thoughts and get them out better than I can. (laughs) I I completely agree. And it's got me thinking, talking about all these busy nights. We are a ball family. My daughter loves softball. We do softball three nights a week, usually at least. Um, And I know we have working parents or working families and kids going everywhere. And the best way I can think to explain to you is you sometimes have to plan ahead. It can get so very overwhelming. So when I know that we have like a really far away game and I know that like tonight my body just can't handle fast food because believe it or not, after going so long without eating it, especially through COVID when I was losing weight, my body's like, oh, hold up. (laughs) That's not going to feel good later. (laughs) And so, you know, you just have to plan ahead. Sometimes, no, not sometimes. I'd say 85% of the time I am packing sandwiches, putting them in the fridge and we grab and go and eat them in the car on the way there. And I know that I can pack a sandwich and maybe a bag of like baked chips or, you know, whatever it may be and still stay on track with myself and still feel full and feel good. Um, crock pot meals, my gosh, they, if you have what, 10, 15 minutes to throw something in the crock pot in the morning, you know, by five, six, six thirty at night, you've got yourself a meal. Um, it's all about perspective and balance and planning in that sense when you are a very busy on the go lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, crockpot meals, we could go on, that could be a whole whole other episode. (laughs) You know, even if you don't have 10 to 15 minutes in the morning, prep your crockpot the night before, put it in the fridge when you wake up, pop it in and turn it on 
about your day. And when you get home, steam a bag of veggies in the microwave. Yes, absolutely. You know, or it's what simple. It can be. It can be so simple. You don't have to make it complicated. And that just made me think there were times that we love pulled pork. I love putting it in the crock pot. Um, I try to get the leanest pork I can get for that. But uh, sometimes I don't have nine or 10 hours when I to wait, you know, um, when we really want to slow roast it. So I'll actually do it overnight. And then by the time I wake up in the morning, it's done. I package it up, I put away. And then that way we can just reheat in the evening. You know, I, I love speaking about this and I'm so passionate about it. And I love you guys. And I'm not trying to be like rude or off-putting, but there's no excuse, you know, almost always, almost all of the time, there's no excuse. There can always be something that you can do to plan ahead or get yourself on track. And I love being able to talk about these different ways that, you know, that can help you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and I, I think people, people appreciate the tough love because there's yeah. <laughs> There's no excuse. We're the ones who are writing the calendar. We're the ones putting everybody's events on our calendars, but we never put our own events on there. And as a parent, as a sister, as an aunt, as a wife, whatever you are, as a husband, it doesn't really matter. You are so quick to say, well, I don't have any events. Well, the events that you have is self-care. Yeah. Going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Take some time to meal prep your 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 food. You do have events. You just don't think about them as events in the same way as you think of other people. And if you carve out five, 10 minutes from all the things that you're doing for other people, I guarantee you, you've just found an hour in your day for yourself. You ab- you're absolutely right. You can. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what your life looks like, how busy you are, kids, no kids, stay at home, go mm-hmm. out, work a job, you know, whatever it is, there's always going to be something that can be done. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the original point that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. That in and of itself is commitment. Yes. You have to find the time to carve out for yourself and be committed to your journey, even if it is five minutes. We would rather you give five minutes to yourself. If that's all that you have, five minutes a day can add up to something bigger over time. Because what's going to happen is as soon as you start to have that five minutes a day and you see the changes within yourself and how you're committed to just that little bit of time, then -hmm. you're going to say, I need more time for myself. Yeah. going to become 10, 15, 20, an hour. And now you're saying, you know what? I do need to do this for you, but I need to take this and do the time for me first. And that is where that commitment and that dedication and that consistency really starts to show through. Absolutely. That is when you truly know that you have this dedication for yourself. When you're able to maybe say no to others asking about plans or something. When you're able to say yes to yourself and no to other people. And I know that can sometimes feel like you're being off-putting. It can maybe sound like you're being rude. But I think more times than not, people will appreciate your honesty and your commitment to yourself. Um, I, I would much rather somebody be completely honest with me and why they can't do something than, you know, tell a fib or a lie about it. And then me find out later, well, why didn't you just say that? Okay. Like, just, just be honest. If you're telling me no, because you just don't feel like it tonight, good for you. Like, I, I want that for you. I want you to be able to take care of yourself and say, I just can't because I need me tonight. Yes. Um, that is, gosh, that is the perfect example of complete and total self-commitment and dedication. And I, I just love it so much. <laughs> and, and I think we kind of mentioned it before too, that that's not going to be something that comes so organically in the beginning. That is something that is going to take practice. That is something that is going to take time. I don't expect you to be able to completely dedicate all of your time to yourself in the very beginning. I know I didn't. It, it definitely took me some time 
to get there to make that commitment um, 100% for myself. Yes. And I think, you know, my, my last point here that goes with what you just said is that a lot of us that are at a higher weight or that we're struggling on our wellness journey, we're people pleasers. Yeah. And so that's why it's going to take time to get to the point where we're setting boundaries saying, you know what, not tonight, I can't do it. Or actually, I can't go walking with you this morning because I just want to take some time for myself to journal and reflect. And mm-hmm. it's going to take a little bit of time for us to shed that people pleasing persona and yeah. start to become, you know, someone that wants to put ourselves first. And a lot of us that are on this journey, we don't know how to do that. And so you're probably thinking, all right, you're saying these things, but I don't know how to get there. You will get there. And it comes with time because as you start to lose the weight, or even if you're still, if you're a part of the turtle club, I talk about this all the time. If you're not losing the weight yet, but you're losing the inches, you're making healthier strides with your food choices, the confidence will come and that people pleaser persona will start to shed and you will start to be able to set some boundaries for yourself and for others. And you will get there once you start to become committed to yourself and to the process. You will, you will get there. And I think also in that process, people, especially those in your life that maybe you are having to turn down or whatever it may be to give more time to yourself, I think they're going to start seeing you as a person to look up to. You're going to be setting an example. And I think they're going to start appreciating that. And maybe in turn, they'll start being like, well, man, what can I start doing for myself Mm -hmm. to have, to be a better person and to have an overall better lifestyle? It's amazing the just the smallest things that you can change or do and that other people see that inspires them to start doing this as well. And that's so humbling to be able to say like, wow, they just looked to me for that. And I didn't even realize at the time that I was being an example. And it's it's so humbling. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's such a good feeling to be able to just say, wow, you I started. Now you are looking at me as a source of inspiration, but now we can do it together. Yeah. And, and that's, that's yeah, it's the best part because that support system too. I feel like that's another key part in this. And, you know, being dedicated and making a commitment to yourself might also involve other people. If you're able to rein in that support from others, that could, I don't want to say it could make or break it, but it really truly helps this journey when you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. It's really important to have some people on your side and that's not always friends or family. Sometimes it's a community like this healthy community that's sitting here and cheering you on, but you just want someone that you can go to and say, you know what? I'm struggling today. Or you know what? This is my victory for today. Let's celebrate it together. And that does make all the difference. And it it breaks my heart that some people don't have that support system with in their own friend or family group. But just know that we're always going to be here to support you and Mm -hmm. cheer on the victories and talk you through the struggles. That's what this is all about, is getting you to a point where you feel like you have a sounding board that's going to help you become successful overall. Absolutely, yeah. And so when I uh, worked a lot in the community on Healthy, I did a lot of um, coaching on there. It warmed my heart so much to see other members who, you know, in the beginning when I saw them first join, they'd be saying that they're alone in this. Maybe a spouse was not being very supportive. Maybe they just live alone. Maybe they didn't have family around. And to see them alone like that, they felt insecure about this whole process. But as I'd watch them as time went on, they'd start chatting with other members on the community. And then I see that they're sharing like um, Instagrams uh, handles mm-hmm. and stuff so that they can message each other privately and just talk about things. And then later on, I'd see a post saying, well, so-and-so and I were chatting the other day about this and that, and we came to this conclusion. And I love that so much because it shows that although they didn't have somebody in person supporting mm-hmm. them, 
they had somebody a thumb away, a fingertip away because they can chat whenever they wanted to. And it it's so nice to be able to have that. So when you if you feel like you don't have that support in person, I think it's so important to reach out on in an online community where you feel safe and secure and um, you feel like others are in the same part of their journey as you. Uh, it can really it can make a huge difference. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm very fortunate that I do have a family and friends that support me in, in my personal life. But I will say I have made some of my best friends in this online community. And to now know what's going on in their lives and to be able to cheer them on and to talk about, hey, if I'm ever in your city, let's meet up and have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Like that. It's just so amazing that people can bond over something like a wellness journey and it can really create lasting friendships and bonds. It can because I feel because we understand each other. We have been in the same boat as each other. We understand the struggles, the hardships, the um, celebrations. We understand the good, the bad, and everything in between. And to have somebody that truly understands what you were going through can make more of a difference than the people even in your personal physical life because maybe those guys aren't going through it like you are. So when you have somebody that truly understands, it feels so good to be able to just just get it out. <laughs> yeah. So if you found your bestie in this healthy community, send them this podcast episode so that they know that you were thinking about them. Because we're giving them a shout out. <laughs> we're giving them a huge shout out. Your healthy bestie here. Yeah. <laughs> So the next thing I wanted to mention was patience and persistence. So of course, we've chatted about this whole thing where we need to have a commitment and a dedication to ourselves. And I think you actually mentioned that we need to have grace with ourselves as well through this. <laughs> well, patience and persistence goes along with that too. Weight loss, if, if you're in any part or leg of your weight loss, you may have hit a plateau or a setback. Those things are inevitable yes. in this journey. Almost always, like nine times out of 10, somebody's going to hit a plateau or like a weight loss stall at some point in their journey. And persistence is going to be one of the number one things that gets you through that. Just knowing that this is a very normal part of a journey and that you will be able to overcome it, having that patience and knowing that is going to be key in getting you through. Because I promise it happens. It's got to happen to almost every single one of us. I don't know that I've ever talked to a person where they didn't say that they didn't have a stall. Absolutely. And I think that's something that we also need to realize is that when you're at your highest weight and you actually start your weight loss journey and you're you're being consistent, you're staying within your calories, you're staying within your bites, whatever the case may be, that weight is going to start coming off because you have a lot more to lose. Mm-hmm. As you start to lose the weight and your body is starting to bottom out and find a new normal your body is having to figure out what healthy weight range you are wanting to sit within. And so because of that, you may hit a stall and you need to figure out how you're going to reset your body. If you've been eating the same food for months and months and months because that's what worked for you, or you've been doing the same gym routine for months and months and months because you think that that's what made you lose all the weight, now your body is used to that. And you are going to have to kickstart your body. And like you said, a stall is, almost everyone has a stall. I had probably like a six month stall and I was like, what is going on here? I don't know what's going on, I'm a failure. And I just went back to the drawing board. I tried new foods, I tried new exercises and the weight slowly started Mm -hmm. back off. It did 
go up, then down, then up, then down. But it's normal. And we can't beat ourselves up about a stall. You just have to figure out why am I stalled? What small thing can I change? Make minor tweaks at a time and just be patient because while the weight on the scale and the number on the scale may be stalled, start measuring yourself in other ways. Yes. Use a, um, you know, measuring tape. I guarantee you're losing inches or you're doing something different. Maybe your body is, um, you know, able to move a little bit better. You're still making progress. Maybe the number on the scale is just not moving. Absolutely. And you've made progress overall. I think it's important to look back at what progress you have made so far and know that you can look back and see, wow, I've just done all of that. I know I'm at a stall right now, but I know that I can get past this and just understand that it absolutely is a part of this journey and you are not alone and that you having that um, patience and that persistence, it really is going to get you through. Maybe you need to kickstart, kickstart your metabolism in a different way. I know when I first started, I was eating pretty much the same foods for like four months straight until I realized I was so severely under eating. I was eating like 900 calories a day. So that's why I stalled because I was not eating enough. And my body was like, hey, you're not getting enough food. I'm going to hold on to everything I can so that I can yeah. live. And so I'm not going to let you burn any more fat. That's basically what happens when you under eat. So I very begrudgingly, I was so upset to have to start eating way more calories than what I was. But slowly after upping my calories to the amount that it should have been at that time, slowly that weight started coming back off. And then I got back into weight loss mode. It, it can be so many different things, but patience, patience, patience. It took me, I think it was like a three or four month stall throughout the summer that year. Um, it, it did. It took so much patience and just, I can't say it enough, guys, just be patient with yourself. I mean, that's all you can do and and know that you can look back and see what you've done so far and look forward to what else you're going to be doing later. And remembering that you didn't, I mean, this, this is the most cliche saying, but you didn't gain all of the weight that you have overnight. So you're not going to lose all of the weight that you have overnight. You are going to have to baby step that backwards. And just knowing that some days you're going to, you're going to be a okay. You're going to be on it a hundred percent. So successful. And other days you're enjoying food out with your family, with your friends and the weight's going to come off a little bit slower. But if we continue to have that reminder that we didn't gain everything overnight, we're not going to lose everything overnight. Sometimes it's going to take us a year, two years, whatever the case may be. But this is a, an ever-changing journey. And so we need to remind ourselves that it's okay if we don't lose everything that we wanted to lose in nine months, like everyone's posting about on Instagram. Right. It's not nine months for everyone. Some people, it's nine years. And I know that seems like a long time, which is why you set those small, obtainable goals to yeah. reach that bigger milestone. Right. Because some people didn't, and I didn't realize in this, I did not realize this in the beginning was that the slower it comes off, the easier it is to keep it off. If yeah. you're crash dieting and cutting out way too many calories and stuff, and you do lose the weight, that's great. But is that sustainable? Are you going to be able to live off that for the rest of your life? So making those much smaller, slower changes in this lifestyle, things that you're actually enjoying and you want to keep doing, that means you're going to keep doing it and that weight will stay off. I think that's super important to remember is that doing this in the way that works for you matters because it's going to be what you're going to continue to do for the rest of your life. 
to keep this weight off. Yes. 100%. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, so just to wrap up, I want you to remember that the path to weight loss and wellness, it's going to be completely and uniquely yours. What it, what I did is not what Monica did, is not what the other coaches did. It can all be different. And I can't stress enough that even though it's going to be different, the beauty of it is that it's different. And that's what I love about Healthy too with these plans. I've actually gone through... So Healthy has six different plans and I have gone through all of them slowly just to try them out, see which one I like the best. I I do calories now because it's easiest for me in maintenance, but I will say that I loved Conquer Cravings. I thought it was um, just a good middle of the road plan. And that's the thing. You can go on the online community on Healthy and see everybody saying, I do this plan because this is why it works for me or I do that plan because... I like it the best. And that's what I love about making this whole thing yours is having these different plans that that you can choose from. Yeah, I I do calories as well. I started on better balance and and that really worked for me, but in this season of life, calories work for me. And I think it's really important to try out different things, figure out what works, and like I always say, take what you want, leave what you don't. It doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's okay. It's okay to try things out. I've always suggested give 30, even 60 days to a plan to really decide if it's going to work for you or not. And then if not, change it up. You know, sometimes we just need a little change up. <laughs> yes, but give it a fair shot. Yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, not a half in, half out 30 days. Like you need to be full send for 30 yeah. days. <laughs> you need to be all in 100%. <laughs> And by doing these things, you're going to be setting yourself on a path to a happier and healthier you and lifestyle. You know, like I said, again, find the thing that works for you because it's going to lead to a happier you. And remember that every step forward that you take, every small little change that you make, it's already a step closer to your goals. One small change is all you have to do. And once you've conquered that, move on to the next small change. And that's going to lead you even closer to your goals. And with that, guys, I want you to have a happy and healthy week. And we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye, everyone.